All right, so today we're going to talk about something that's really interesting to me. This is going to be another episode in our Lost Media series. And today we're going to talk about a program that I only learned about recently. Well, not a program, but I guess it's like a uh, system. And this is a essentially lost game system. Technically, you could say it's an add-on for another game system, that being the Super Famicom in Japan. But actually, I think it's way more interesting than that. So I first learned about this from a costume in Super Mario Odyssey, weirdly enough. There's a costume you can get called Satellaview. And I really like the look of the costume. It's kind of like a like a really old-style, um, retro-futuristic spacesuit. It looks really cute. And I was wondering, hey, uh, where did this come from? I've never seen Mario wearing this outfit. Uh, like, you know... Who made this? And it turns out it's actually the mascot of a, a device that was sold from uh, 1995 to 2000 only in Japan, I believe. And it was called the Satellaview. So the Satellaview is essentially a device that you hook to the bottom of a Super Famicom, which is the Japanese version of the what we would call the Super NES or SNES and you would hook this into the bottom of your console you would put a special cartridge into the top of the console and then you would also have all this crazy stuff in the back that would like send everything to a um, AV selector and then there would be like a special tuner you had to get that was essentially like a radio and then you had to um, hook it up to a satellite dish. Now this thing was not super popular. Uh, it was definitely something that was only in Japan. I think they said that the highest amount of active users was something like um, 116,000-ish. But... Uh, it was essentially created as a a um, partnership between two companies. So obviously Nintendo, you know, the famous game company, and another company called uh, ST Giga, Saint Giga. I'm not fully sure how to say it. It looks like it would be it would be Saint because S it's ST dot Giga. But essentially, apparently, they were a popular. Um, essentially like a satellite radio company. And their slogan was, I'm here, I'm glad you're there. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of bizarre stuff in here. For example, the cartridge that you needed to put into the top was called uh, Sore wa name o nusumureta mashi no managatari? which I'm 100% not saying correctly, uh, which translates to the town whose name was stolen, apparently. And it was essentially a minigame collection and also a menu for the actual uh, Satellaview application. And what you could do with Satellaview is you could... Um, play there were 114 games for Satellaview. Uh some of them were kind of altered versions of older 
um, SNES and NES games. Uh, some of them were like special. There were there were certain games that were like Kirby games or Super Mario games that were only on Satellaview. Uh, they there was a few ones. Apparently, there was a fishing video game created by the dude who made Earthbound, uh, Shigesato Itoi. He was kind of a very famous guy. There, were, there was a whole bunch of them. They were all very interesting and weird and bizarre. Uh, apparently, there was a game called Derby Stallion '96. Uh, now, this is where it gets interesting, and this is what kind of made this service one that people wanted to uh, preserve. There was a special feature called SoundLink, and SoundLink made it so. By, by kind of mixing together the, the satellite radio capabilities of this software and device and um, the, the ability to use the, the Famicom to, you know, play games, you could actually do a thing where, um, so for a certain amount of time, they would, like, stream the audio into the game thus kind of going beyond the memory limitations that were, you know, because obviously old games had very, very severe memory and um, storage limitations. And this was able to kind of go past that. And because of that, they were able to have live voice acting uh, in games about 10 years or more before it was, you know, widely available on a console. Like we're we're talking we're talking live voice acting in 1995, back when most audio was like or most audio for video games was just like sound chip beeps and stuff like that, which is absolutely wild to me. Uh, one thing that's very sad is that a lot of these sound almost I think pretty much all of these sound link broadcasts are lost because they were limited time. Uh, and obviously they, and I don't think they kept them or saved them, which is very sad. And I would really like to see someone try and, you know, recover them. Apparently there, there's a lot of groups online that are trying to kind of take, find old Stelview systems, dump them, uh, possibly create like private servers to, you know, keep like essentially power up the system again, kind of, um, But Satellaview so, so subscribers could also get stuff like, essentially, you could download like virtual magazines onto your thing. I think. Uh, you could. There were there were essentially SoundLink magazines, which are almost like podcasts. Like like the nineteen ninety five equivalent of a podcast. Which is pretty wild. Uh, you could have stuff like, you know, um. Like kind of like virtual newsletters mixed with you know audio streams, so you you could do that sort of stuff. And um, unfortunately, although it really kept the company afloat, Nintendo viewed Satellaview as a commercial failure, and it was only sold through specific electronic stores and mail order delivery, which is probably part of why it wasn't that popular. And uh, eventually, it shuttered in. Uh, June 30th, 2000 was when they shut off the servers.
But afterwards, like I said, um, people became fascinated by the uh, people came became fascinated by the the kind of idea of the Satella view, and because because this is something so unique and just there's I don't think there's really anything quite like it. Uh, I've I've heard I've heard there was a Sega thing called like Sega Channel or something like that. Um, big like Nintendo fans or like video game preservation people have kind of decided to, you know, dump this stuff out of the consoles using like different software and methods and then kind of sifting through it and translating everything and trying to, uh, trying to find things that they can kind of save and preserve. And there's a whole bunch of different websites that you can kind of try and find. Uh, a lot of this stuff is pretty new. Like, for example, uh, one thing that people tried to translate for a very long time was a Zelda game that was only for Satellaview called, um, I think it's Legend of Zelda, the Legend of Zelda and the Stone Tablets or something like that. And although it's missing some of the audio because that audio was, um, you know, only available via the, uh, you know, via the sound link add on thing, uh, someone, someone basically managed to recover it, uh, at least partially. And I mean, it's super cool. I love stuff like this, this like old kind of anachronistic, you know, way they basically figured out how to do like a, like a streaming service, you know, in 1995 using this crazy weird hardware. And it's absolutely incredible. Like it's crazy. This thing even exists, let alone that, like, even though some of the stuff is lost permanently. And even though the service was, um, fairly expensive, I believe it required having a, you had to buy a $150 or 14,000 yen device itself. And then you had to buy, um, you had to buy a, uh, or rent a sick, a tuner for six months at a time and do all this other stuff. Like even, even through all that, they still managed to create something really fascinating and really unique. And, um, Although, although it's not fully lost media because people are working on kind of recovering it, there's certainly some aspects of this Satellaview that are completely lost. And it's one of the most interesting kind of uh, lost media stories in all video games, especially because only in the last, like, two years, we suddenly found a ton of stuff. Like, we, we recovered a crazy amount of stuff. Now, obviously, I'm not a part of these recovery uh the groups myself but i'm saying as as like a video game fan collective i guess it's it's really really cool to see this stuff being you know uncovered and sifted through and explored and i'm very excited to see what these crazy people find next so that was my uh, episode this time about satellaview it'll probably be a little bit before i do another lost media episode i'll try and find something really good for you guys and i hope you have a nice day